Hello, hello. Happy Sunday, everyone. It's Tariqa Wheeler, your career and mindset strategist, and you are listening to another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. I hope you had a phenomenal week, and I hope you're ready to dig in and get ready for your week ahead. If you missed last week's episode, you missed a treat. I had on the corporate catch herself, Miss Stephanie Aribavor, and we talked about developing a personal brand, strategies to do that, strategies on how to develop your brand, maintain your brand, and repair it if you've had some damage to it. I've had such incredible feedback around this episode. If you missed it, go back, listen, share it. You as a high achieving professional have to have a brand. How do you show up? How do you control and direct the way people see you? How do you ensure that the way they see you is the way that you want to be seen? It's all about personal branding. And it's one of the most important things that as a high achieving professional, you must have, protect and maintain. Go back and listen to it if you missed it. Okay, this week we are digging into another really important topic and one that I think is so relevant, especially if you're listening to this um, while we are still as a a globe, honestly, challenged with the COVID-19 pandemic. And it's this space of upskilling. You as a professional, as a high achieving professional, understanding the importance and the benefits of upskilling and the time is now. The time is now. So go grab your notebook, get your pen, get your pencil, have your phone. If you're listening to me in the car, take mental notes. We are going to talk about the importance of upskilling in order for you to advance in your career. And I'm going to talk about five benefits of upskilling that some you may already know and be thinking about and others may be things that you haven't quite thought about before. We're going to go all in. I'm ready to do it. Are you? All right. I'll be right back. guys, we are back and super excited about today. We're digging into upskilling, upskilling, doing a little bit of upgrading to your skill set. And I want to talk about, you know, what upskilling actually is. Some people may not even heard that term. Um, And I also want to talk about the benefits of upskilling as you are really looking to get to the next level in your career, you're looking to advance, you're looking to ascend. Having new skills is a part of that. It's a big part of that. It's not all that it takes to get to the next level, but please know that it's a critical, critical thing that you have to do. You have to upskill. And that's what we're going in on today. All right. So I hope you got your notebook. I hope you got your pen. We're 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 gonna start this thing off and um it's gonna be fast and furious. All right. So let's talk about what is upskilling. Upskilling is the process of using additional training or education to build upon and advance your current skills. So we all have a certain level of skills right now, right? And and if, if we did it, we wouldn't be in the roles and the positions that we're in. So we have a certain level of skills, but we can't just stay there. 
And this process of upscaling is kind of understanding where you are and thinking about where you're trying to go, where you want to be, and developing the skills, you know, getting that additional training, doing that additional course class certification um, that's going to help you build upon those skills, gain new skills to get you to another level. If you are ready, and I say this, if you're not ready to, to, to get to the next level, if you're not ready to take that step forward, this might not be for you. This might not be for you. But if you are ready, if you're ready to get to that next level in your career, then you must upgrade. You must upgrade your skills. You must upskill. This will honestly give you a huge boost. It'll serve as a catalyst for you to reach your career goals, your vision, to really put some additional kind of fuel and umph, if you will, behind your strategy for getting to that next job, getting to the next, you know, promotion, um, really excelling and, you know, growing within your current team or organization. It's, it's a big piece of it. It will also position you for growth overall. And I would say growth overall in your career, but also in your life in general, because there's so many benefits that come with upskilling that actually are going to not just impact you along your professional journey, but also in your personal journey. So again, while upskilling is only one piece of the puzzle, right? There's a ton of other things that we have to do along this journey, right? And our as a professional to get to that next level. And I, I talk with my clients about, you know, there's this is this is not just a one stop, right? There's multiple stops along the journey in order to get to the goal, in order to get to the vision. And we have to put in the work in order to advance from one stop to the next. However, the work that you have to put in, some of that is going to require you to get new skills, right? So it's not the only piece of the puzzle, <laughs> but it is a critical piece. I will say this, companies, you know, when we think about what it takes to get a job, when we think about what it takes to keep a job, <laughs> companies, you know, they 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 do require certain degrees, um, certifications, and you know, they look at years of experience, years years that you've maybe been, you know, in a particular role. But there's now a more greater focus on skills. Right. And not just the skills that you came in the door with, but the skills that you have gained since you've joined that team, joined that company, joined that organization. So today we're really going to explore upskilling and I'm going to talk to you about five benefits for you, five benefits for you as a high achieving professional and how upskilling can really serve you well. Okay, that's what we're going to dig in to do, dig in today. I'm, I'm really excited about it because I can think about along, you know, my professional journey where I have gained some new skills and those new skills, you know, that process of upskilling has served me very, very well. And even in times where I wasn't as confident or I felt like, oh my goodness, you know, I can't learn that. I can't do that. I had to really shift my mindset and get out of this word can't, which, you know, I even tell my kids, like, I don't want to hear that word, right? That's not in our vocabulary. You can do all things. It's how we get to that mark is the question, right? But can you do it? Absolutely. But I had to, as a professional, I really had to stop telling myself what I couldn't do, you know, and stop saying, oh, I, I, I don't, I don't think I can do that and really switch my thinking 
into more of that growth mindset, that winning mindset to say, you know what? I can figure out how to do it. I can learn how to do it. And when you can shift your thinking and shift that self-talk to yourself that is telling you what you can, what you will, what you're going to do, then it puts you in a position to make that thing happen. And so that's got to be a strong foundation before you even start this upskill you know, journey, this upskill process, is that you have to be in the right mindset to do it. You have to be in the right mindset to do it. You know, I, I think the the pandemic, and for those of you guys who are listening to this, um, we are, you know, I, we are what, right now in, in August of 2021, which is insane that this year is just about over. But I'll tell you that the pandemic has presented, you know, several challenges, caused a ton of heartache, um, a ton of issues, both, you know, as a, as a country, um, as a as a as a world, but then also you know really hitting homes, hitting companies hard. Um, it's 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 done a toll. It's done a toll. But I also want to look at the positive things that have come out of the pandemic because it has also presented a great amount of opportunity, a wealth of opportunity. Honestly, because for what upskilling is all about and gaining those new skills, additional education, additional training, I think that we have all been granted this gift of time. And I've talked about in one of our previous episodes, you know, I think, and I've heard others say this, you know, if you didn't leave the pandemic with a new skill, a side hustle, a, you know, something new, then what have you been doing? And again, I, I tread on that line lightly because I know how the pandemic has impacted communities and families. It's impacted my family directly. And so I don't take that lightly, but I also know that we've been granted some gifts of time with this pandemic. And in that, it's given you some time to learn something new, take an online class, take a um, listen to a webinar or a training, right? Learning a new skill there's never been a better time than this past year, I would say, to do so. But here's the thing. If you didn't do it, because you may be listening to me saying, okay, Tarika, I hear what you're saying. Let me tell you, that did happen. You know, that's that's not how I spent this this time. It's okay. It's okay. You know, you want to know why it's okay? Because every day presents a new day for opportunity. Every day is a new day for opportunity. And so it's okay if you weren't able to leverage that time because there's still time to do it. And that time is now. That time is right now. If there was ever a time to literally set a fire under your inhibitions, it's right now. It's right now. Because one of the most, I believe that one of the most diligent ways to obtain growth visibility, uh, seniority, um, job security even, is to incessantly seek out how skills and opportunities can add value, right? So you're being super intentional about identifying what are those skills that you might need to gain and where there might be opportunity and how that can add value. And then it's like attack. right? It's like, go after it. And you still have time to do that. You still have time to do that for sure. You know, I can think of some times where I've had to gain a new skill. It's not always comfortable, right? So upskilling is something that I think is a must do, 
but it's not always going to feel great because sometimes upskilling can be really challenging. And I remember, you know, having to learn how to really dig into Excel. You guys who've been listening to Professional DNA, you know, you hear me talk about Excel. You hear me talk about, you know, my husband who is a whiz at it. I am not. But I really, there was a time in my career where I had to really dig in and learn how to utilize it more. Um, I was I was asked to be responsible for taking on looking at um, budgets and doing cost, uh, cost like forecast, you know, what are we looking at from month to month? What are we looking at from quarter to quarter? You know, what does our budget look like? What are we projected to spend? How have our current expenses, you know, impacted um, kind of our, our bottom line and where we are? And I remember getting this request. It's like, ah, the only way I know this is going to happen is if I could probably use Excel. And so I had to dig in and Did I have some skills in Excel? Absolutely. But nothing anywhere near what I know I needed to get this done. And so I had to dig in and I watched several videos and kind of how to's um, and tutorials. Even before I went to uh, my husband to say, hey, need your help with this. (laughs) I actually, you know, did some things on my own. I took some online free trainings. Um, There's a ton of resources that were out there and, and I did it. And I didn't, when I was asked to, to, you know, move forward and with this request, when I was asked to take on this additional responsibility, I didn't respond back with, I'm not sure how to do that, or how do you want to see it? You know, I was able to really sit back and say, okay, how might I want to see something like this? And then how can I gain some new skills so I can actually do it? And so it was rough. It took some time. It took some late nights, but I was able to get it done and it positioned me in a couple of different ways. One, I was able to take on that additional role of responsibility and it gave greater insight and visibility into my ability and my skill sets. And then two, it positioned me to um, at, at some point to be considered, honestly, for a promotion because it started this path of, wait a minute, you know, Tarika is more than just X. She's actually can do X, Y, and Z, right? So it opened up some doors there. So I just, I, you know, I tell you guys that to say, it's not always about going and doing a, um, you know, a, a particular skill or software-like skill, right? Because I think sometimes we we think about, oh, I've got to learn new software. I have to learn a new a new digital product or what have you. That's not always what it is. Um, sometimes, if you're learning a new skill, you're bringing, you know, you're doing a course, you're doing a training, what have you, it's about what's going to be most relevant to where you are right now in your career. For me at that moment in time, it was about digging into Excel more so that I could accomplish this task. But for you, it might be something different. And so that's what I mean by, you know, seeking out how skills and opportunities can add value, right? Not just going after any old skill, but something that's going to add value not only to yourself, but to your company or organization, and or team. Is this making sense? I hope so. I hope you're connecting with it. Um, I want to take a quick, quick break, and then we're going to come back and we're going to jump into these five benefits for you. Five benefits for you as a high-achieving professional 
for upscaling. And um, if you don't have your notebook, we're going to take a quick break, go get it, come back, have it, because we're going to dig into these five benefits. And I know that it's going to be helpful for you as we're going into this season of learning, right? We're, we're in August. For those of you guys who are listening August, it's back to school time. Um, and we're going to be digging into this space of learning and what that looks like and skills. We've been talking about visibility. We've been talking about how do we improve our visibility? How do we increase our visibility? How do we develop a personal brand? All of those things. We've been having these conversations, but we got to take it to that next level and we got to upgrade. We got to upgrade. And as we're talking about already, that upgrade equates to an upskill. We've got to start upskilling ourselves so that we can help get to the next level, really use upskilling as a catalyst to push us forward. Um, and also, like we said, to increase visibility. So I'm going to be right back. Um, go get that notebook. And then we're going to dig into these five benefits. All right. Be right back. All right, guys, we're back. We are back. And we're talking about upskilling, right? We're talking about upskilling and the benefits of upskilling. You know, the world and technology as a whole is just evolving. And actually, I think it's evolving faster now than ever before. And because it's changing so fast, it's hard for people, it's hard for professionals, companies, honestly, to keep up. There was a report by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce um, Foundation, and it found that 74% of hiring managers acknowledge that a skills gap currently exists in the workforce and that this lack of adequate skills is one of the biggest ob obstacles in hiring staff. 74% in the study that they found. And I will say that that 74% does not strike me as odd. I can absolutely see the, how that's the case, especially because, you know, things have just been flipped on their head lately to where companies and individuals have had to learn to be more agile. They've had to be able to adapt um, very quickly. And so it's it's changed. And what you needed to do five years ago, the skill sets that you needed five years ago, depending on the industry that you work in, is probably a little bit different from what is needed now. Actually, probably not a little bit, a lot different from what is needed now. So what does this mean for you, right? What does this mean for you as a high achieving professional? I really believe that it means upskilling presents a major opportunity for you and a solution for your company or organization, right? A major opportunity for you, but also a solution for your company or organization. And while some companies, especially like really large companies, they actually invest in upskilling programs. There's a ton of Fortune 400, Fortune 500 companies who take upskilling and reskilling to a whole nother degree and level to where they have very robust, robust programs in their companies. But a lot of organizations and companies do not. And they leave it to the employee to leverage professional development dollars or their own resources to upskill, right? So as a hygiene professional, I want you to not leave opportunities on the table. And when I say that, I want you to really recognize that when you upskill, when you gain new skills and you gain that new knowledge, you know, you're taking that course, you're taking a training, you're getting a new certification, you are 
putting yourself in a position to snatch opportunities off the table. So I don't want you to leave opportunities on the table. The other thing I don't want you to leave on the table is money. I don't want you to leave money on the table. If you are upskilling and you're going through, you know, this is the the season, if you will. And I, I talk to my clients about having very strategic seasons in their professional journey. And if this is a season of investment in yourself, right? If this is an opportunity for you to pour into yourself, you're in this upskilling moment. Awesome. Because this is an opportunity for you to grab the money off the table. Yeah, I hear people say cash grab, right? Grab that money off the table. I don't want you leaving money on the table. And being in this moment of upskilling is a great way not to do that. So let's talk about five benefits. Are these the end all be all? No, but they are five that I want to share with you that I believe are the benefits of upskilling for the high achieving professional. You guys ready? All right. So let's start with number one. I'm going to start with the big one, one that probably everyone is anticipating, and it is to get that raise, to have increased earnings, upward mobility, right? Upskilling comes with a sense of empowerment and it comes with a, a sense of confidence. And because that new skill is like, yes, like, oh my goodness, like I know how to do this and I can take this into my company, my organization, my team, into my business. And it is going to not only show that I have a new skill that I can bring to the table, but it's going to uh, solve a problem, right? Or help bring a solution to the table. It should give you a sense of confidence. It should give you a sense of empowerment, right? In the position that you are now in because you have this new skill. It gives you the leverage you need quite frankly, to ask for an increase in salary or wage, right? To ask for that raise. When you bring new skills to the table, and, and this is the thing, because don't think just because you went and got a certification that someone now owes you money. Okay, I want to be clear. I want to be clear. I'm about being strategic, right? So this is not because I gained a new skill, now you need to pay me. No, when you bring a new skill to the table and you can demonstrate how those skills benefit your company, benefit your organization, then you may have a solid case for a salary or wage increase, right? Because what are we demonstrating? You guys have heard me talk about this. We're demonstrating value. We are solving a problem. We are addressing a pain point because we are bringing forth a skill that is needed to help advance your company and or organization or your team, okay? This is especially true when your skill allows you to even take on additional roles and duties. So let's say you've brought, you have a new skill and it may even solve a particular problem or solution. Where the grab comes in for that raise, for that increase in compensation, where the grab honestly comes in is when you are able to also assume additional roles and duties. Because now, instead of us having to go out and hire, right, we're talking about, we go back to that um, U.S. Chamber of Commerce Foundation report and this gap in skill sets that hiring man managers are challenged with. I don't need you to go hire anyone. Those resources, those dollars that you are going to go spend on a new hire, I need you to allocate those now to me, right? Because I can actually take on additional roles and, and duties and responsibilities. Is that making sense, guys? Like if you 
are in a position to where you know that there is a hiring you know, sprint that's about to happen. And there are certain positions and roles that need to be filled. There's a gap in some of the areas that the company needs. That is a prime opportunity for you to do an assessment and say, okay, how can I not leave some of this money on the table before they start hiring and bringing in new people? Where are their potential areas where I can upskill, where I can upgrade and take on additional roles and duties because I now have this new skill that brings a value or brings, and I can demonstrate how it can solve a particular um, challenge or a problem and bring the solution with my new skill. How can I package all that together to then position to have my, have a conversation with leadership around taking on those additional roles and responsibilities? And because you're taking on additional roles and responsibilities, why shouldn't you have a compensation conversation? Is that making sense? I hope so. I hope so. Now, I'm a, I am I want to be clear because I know, you know, sometimes we have literalists <laughs> that are listening and I want to be clear. I'm not saying just because you do something outside of your job description that you should now get paid more money. Let's be clear. I'm saying that if you bring on an additional skills, you're upskilling. One of the benefits of that is it allows you to position yourself to, to leverage those new skills, to position yourself for potential increase in wage and salary, right? And, but you have to know that that new skill is going to have a direct benefit. And then you have to be able to demonstrate that value and then have the conversation, right? And the add to that, that really ties it up all nicely with the bow is that that's the new skill that you have, that you are able to demonstrate the need for it. You're able to demonstrate its value, how it's going to help your company is when you are also able to take on additional roles and duties. All right. So that's number one, right? That's number one. Benefit number one is the grab, right? It's, it's getting that raise. It's the upward mobility, And I say upward mobility because the moment you start moving upwards and you start bringing on new skills, man, you keep going and you keep ascending because companies are looking for that. All right, let's go to the next. Number two, inspire a career pivot. So you guys have heard me talk about, and I think we we actually think, I know, we did an episode where we were talking about, um, you know, is it time to go? Is it time for you to you know, move on into a, a new industry or a new career. You know, I'll say that when you go through this process of upskilling, you may discover a new passion and be inspired to pivot in your career. Whether if that's landing a promotion or shifting to a new industry, a new company, a new team, um, a new division within the current company, it's a benefit of upskilling because upskilling gives you options. Upskilling presents you, as we talked about, with opportunity. And it might inspire you. You might discover a passion that you didn't even realize that you had, right? And so it's like, wow, I didn't even know, number one, that I was going to be really interested in it because you may be learning a new skill, but really that skill takes you to a whole nother area in space. Great example. Um, I have a colleague who really worked in um, doing a lot of presentations for their organization uh, and it was just great at it. And for a few of you guys who I'm sure are listening, uh, some of you, uh, you may know me 
uh, personally and know that I love a great PowerPoint. Oh my goodness. I love a great PowerPoint. I love how you can uh, take visualizations within PowerPoints and communicate uh, things to individuals in such a creative yet simplistic way so that you just don't have a ton of ton of words on a screen, right? So I love a good PowerPoint. And what she was able to do was she started taking a lot of trainings around uh, presentations and learning about all these other platforms outside of uh, utilizing MS PowerPoint and started to get interested in graphic design. And had no, that was not the purpose. That wasn't the goal. Um, the types of presentations that, that she was doing were at the uh, CEO and uh, vice president level to where she was having to develop these high-end presentations. And so she really wanted to take those to the next level. But in this process of upskilling and learning more and more, what she really found is that she had a passion for graphic design. And probably about, I guess now two years ago, um, branched off as her um, as an entre entrepreneur and um, is doing graphic design services and it's phenomenal and does it for Fortune 400 and 500 companies. Um, she is doing massive campaigns of all different types of brands. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. She literally started in working in operations and having to lead presentations in the healthcare space, building PowerPoints. And because she went through this journey of upskilling, she discovered really a passion that she didn't even know that she had. And it was around graphic design and it is serving her very well, <laughs> very, very well. Um, you know, did she get a raise and then some, right? The type of, it was just like a huge shift, but it was all because she went through this upskilling journey in which she even discovered that there was an interest and there was this, this new inspired passion that got discovered or uncovered, if you will, that she didn't even look to really knew it was there. She wasn't even looking for it. So that's something that can happen as well. And I think that's a great benefit because in, in upskilling, you could actually uncover some real gems about yourself and it might help you pivot in your career in, in your current company, or it might help you pivot in your career in a whole nother way that you weren't expecting right? That you weren't expecting. So let's do number three before we take a quick break, because I think this one is important as well. And um, I think they're all important, but I want to get this one in before we take a break. And this one is about um, improving your resume or CV. That's number three, improving your resume or CV. You know, having a beautiful resume is great. But I will tell you, I've talked to enough recruiters, um, both those on the uh, the, the end of being my colleagues and friends and, and those who are recruiters as I've gone through my, my journey. And they are not interested in the beautiful, fancy resume or CV. That's not what's interesting to them. It's not what they're, it's not honestly what they're looking for. Now, if you work in a particular space, um, you know, where you are the creative, sure. Okay. Let's have some additional things that align with the field and the space. However, most recruiters and especially those um, that I've I've talked to, at least I would say in the last 60 to 90 days, right? Colleagues and friends who work in that space, um, they have made it very clear. What they're looking for is a resume that is clean, clear, and you know concise. They want it to be error-free. How can you say that you are detail-oriented, yet you have errors in your resume? They want it to be aligned, of course, with the position, right? And that it meets the minimum requirements. But where their eye gets drawn to immediately 
is skills. Before they even make it to the meat where we're talking about, you know, what our experience has been and how we've been able to demonstrate success and value in our various different roles and positions that are listed in our resume, they go to skills. Because hiring managers are telling them that this is the type of skill sets that we need this person to have. And so if you've got all this experience, but you don't have an alignment in skills that are needed, likely you're going to get put into a different pile and it's not going to be the pile that you want to be in. And so we've got to think about that when, you know, as a high achieving professional that you are looking at the types of skills that are needed for a position. You may say, okay, Tariq, I'm not looking for a new job. If you're looking to advance even in your current company and there's a process for that, HR, the hiring manager, leadership, someone's looking at not just your experience and expertise and background, but they're looking at your skills. They're looking at your skills. And so having highly desired skills listed, it shows your consistent learning capability. It shows your consistent learning capability and it increases your value. You know, some of the skills that I've heard from recruiters that are things that they're, are being looked for, especially in 2021, is um, digital skills, analytics, uh, soft skills, and a leadership. You know, those are huge that they're, that they're really looking for. And it's areas that all of us as high achieving professionals really need to take a look at and make sure that we're advancing in those spaces if we want to advance in our career. All right, so that's number three. So number one was what? The cash grab, getting that raise, right? Getting that promotion, um, increasing earnings wages and doing so by leveraging upskilling. Number two, it might inspire a career pivot. You may uncover something that's a passion of yours that you're interested in that may take you down a whole nother path that you weren't even expecting, right? That's a great benefit. And then number three is improving your resume or CV, adding those skills, highly desired skills to your resume demonstrates, again, that that desire to consistently learn and the capability to do so and increasing value. All right, so we're going to take a very quick break and we're going to come back and talk about our last two, our last two, okay? Uh, we're talking about networking and we're talking about improving quality and productivity. Those are going to be the final two. So stay right here. I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to finish up. <music> guys we're back we're back we're talking about upskilling right do an upgrade to your skill sets and just before we took a break we talked about the first three the first three right so we went over uh the first one was getting that raise right grab for the bag second one was it, it really might a benefit could be inspiring a career pivot, right? Uncovering a passion and abilities that you really didn't even know that could take you to a whole nother level. Benefit number three, we talked about having this, this kind of upskilling moment, um, really focusing on getting new skills can improve your resume and our CV. And now let's talk about four and five. Number four is networking. I think networking is so underutilized when it comes to 
high achieving professionals because I think we get so focused on our goals, we get so focused on the the plan forward that we forget to ensure that we are surrounding ourselves with like-minded people. So by taking, you know, an online course or an offline course or class um, or training that you're doing, you put yourself in new situations. And when you're putting yourself in those new situations, you're oftentimes putting yourself in a position to meet new like-minded people. Now, why is that valuable? It's, 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 gosh, guys, here's the thing. We cannot work in silos when it comes to our own professional growth and journey. Let me say this again, because I need you guys to get this. We cannot work in silos when it comes to our own professional growth and journey. As much as we may like to think that we can do it all by ourselves, right? We are independent. We are strong. We can march this journey by ourselves. I got this. I'm telling you right now, you, you may be able to, but I guarantee you that if you would expand your network, you would get there and it would feel a whole lot better. And you would get there with probably missing some bumps and some falls along the way because you are engaging with like-minded people. You are able to have conversations and hear lessons learned to prevent you from going down some of those bumpy and rocky paths. You are able to hear from other people their professional testimony you can talk with them about how they are planning to use this new skill. So if you're both in the same trainings, you're both in the same workshops, everyone might be in it for a different reason. And you may be taking that training or course or certification for one reason, but you may learn from someone else in that class that they're using for another. And you're like, wow, I didn't even know that was applicable here. I didn't even know that I could really take this skill, this new skill set um, and apply it there. Networking is incredibly valuable. And we're going to spend some time in the months to come to really talk about building relationships, building partnerships and networking, because it is absolutely critical that you immerse yourself in a network of like-minded people. It is challenging when you don't have any iron to sharpen you. And, And it's challenging when you don't have anyone to challenge your thought, right? I don't want to be the smartest person in the room all the time. Sometimes it's a great benefit, right? And um, it can position you for a great amount of uh, recognition and um, success and like all the great things. But I don't always want to be the smartest person in the room because I want someone who can challenge my thinking, right? I want to hear thought-provoking insights. I want someone to pour in to me just as much as I might be pouring into my role, pouring into others, pouring into my company. Who's pouring into you? Who is like-minded or even in a different space in their career and in their professional journey that you should be connecting with? Let Let me say this. I think having um, 
community profiles. So, you know, the spaces like LinkedIn, things like that are super duper important. And that's another area we're going to talk about in months to come and really how how to build your LinkedIn and optimize your LinkedIn profile. But just because you have a LinkedIn profile does not mean that you're networking. (laughs) And I just because you are clicking connect on your old classmates or clicking connect with someone that you used to work with, that is not networking. That is not how you are really building your network and leveraging that um, as a benefit for upskilling. I am talking about truly engaging and interacting with those who are like-minded and then identifying opportunities to where those relationships could have some sustainability to them, right? You're still connecting. Maybe you're in a mastermind group together, or perhaps there is a a social media community that you join where you can really hear questions and thoughts and experience from other professionals that are operating in spaces just like you. You can get there by upskilling because in upskilling, you know that you are attending a training or certification or a class with other people that are also trying to gain additional knowledge. You see the benefit there? So yes, can you network without upskilling? Absolutely. But one of the benefits of upskilling is networking because you are automatically positioning yourself in new situations and new environments in which you have the opportunity to meet new people and new like-minded people who are also clearly in this path, in this journey of learning. Okay, is that making sense? So let's go to number um, five. Let's go number five. And uh, this last one is, is a big one because sometimes I think people forget that you haven't arrived. If you have arrived, um, then I'm not really sure how our conversations on a weekly basis can be beneficial because you're already there and you've arrived and you have hit the top of the mountain and you don't need anything else. I don't know when anyone can actually say that they have quote unquote arrived until they're really, I guess, at the point of retirement and they're not going to be in this, you know, this thing we call the professional journey and kind of a career. Um, You know, you're not doing that anymore because you have stepped outside of the workforce. But I would say that you have to be in a place where you are constantly looking to improve. And so one of the benefits of upskilling is improving quality and improving productivity. It's a great benefit because improving the level of quality of the work that you're doing, you may say, wait, 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 Tarika, there's nothing wrong with my my work. I have superb work. I'm talking about polishing. Silver is valuable, but if silver is not attended to and not polished, it's going to not look as great. It's still silver, right? It's still silver, but it, it starts to get tarnished because it's not being tended to and it's not being polished. You get where I'm going? So your work is quality, right? You may have quality work, no issues, no problems, but who's to say that when you just get comfortable with the level of work that you're doing right now, that that quality might actually start to be a bit tarnished. It's actually what happens when we start to get bored. When we start to get bored in what we're doing and we don't see um, anything that's kind of driving and giving us that spark in our work, sometimes your quality actually dips because you're not vested in it anymore in the same way at the beginning. You know, you get that new job or that new role or that new task and you are hungry. You are on fire. You are making sure that you are double crossing T's and double dotting I's, everything. But then it's like, you know, the old car that you don't want anymore. When you get to a place to where you're kind of not feeling it anymore, your quality dips. 
you have got to ensure that you're thinking about the quality of your work, even if you don't like where you are. Even if you don't like where you are, even if you're looking for an opportunity to grow, to change, move to another team, move to another organization, make a pivot in your career, whatever it may be, you have to be present in the moment and have a high level of quality in all that you're doing. And that might require you to do a bit of upskilling until you're able to make those changes. I... um. In the uh, Michelle Obama's book, um, Becoming, she talks about this and she talks about the job that she absolutely hated <laughs> and uh, when she was an attorney and she just, you know, she found very quickly that she really wasn't loving where she was, but she was present. She was present and they, no one knew that she didn't like where she was at and wasn't liking the experience that she was having because she showed up every single day and she was present. And I would argue to believe that there was probably some upskilling that was going on from a skill sets perspective to ensure that she always remained present and that she was always giving nothing short of excellence, right? And so I think a benefit of upskilling is positioning yourself to be in a constant space of quality and improving quality, even when it might just have a little tarnish on it and you just got to shine it up a little bit, right? So again, I think polishing your work, not saying your work is bad, but it's just giving it another level of shine and polish is a benefit there. The And, and it might take learning a new skill. It might take um, learning version 3.0 instead of 2.0, whatever it may be. From a productivity perspective, I think increasing productivity has great benefits. And um, when you're increasing productivity and you're even able to increase the velocity or speed in which you're getting things done without sacrificing quality, man, that is a game changer. That is a game changer for sure. And as you are learning new skills, perhaps, and you bring on this new skills, it actually cuts down the time in which you have to get a particular task done or the time that it takes you to get a task done because you've learned a new innovative um, or uh, added a new level of technology in order to improve or increase productivity. But it took for you to learn a new skill to do that. See that benefit of upskilling? It, it took you to take on um, an additional level of skill or new skill set in order to improve that quality or increase that productivity. So those are the five things that I have. And, you know, again, I don't argue to say that those are the end-all be-alls, but I will say that I think there are five benefits for helping you, helping high-achieving professionals really see the benefits in upskilling. So we are going to uh, be right back, close this thing out, do a little bit of a review, and I also want to share something with you today. I'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back and we're going to close this episode of Professional DNA out. Um, I hope this has been helpful as we've been talking about the benefits of upskilling, the benefits of doing an upgrade to your skills so that you can uh, really leverage that as a piece of the puzzle to get to the next level in your career. And we talked about five things, right? Five benefits um, of upskilling for hygiene professionals. One, you know, it gets the, getting that raise, right? Getting the bag, not leaving money on the table, um, really using it as an opportunity to 
get new skills, demonstrate how those new skills can benefit your company, organization, and or team, and then positioning yourself to where you may be able to make a solid case for a increase in salary and wage. Um, So this is especially true, as we talked about, when you're able to uh, use that new skill and that skill allows you to take on additional roles and responsibilities. The second one was it might be a sense of inspiration and inspire you to um, do a career pivot. You may uncover a brand new passion, a brand new set of skills that really are going to shift you into a different direction and could just propel you um, forward in a way that you weren't even thinking. And that could be an incredible benefit. Another benefit is improving your resume and CV. You know, being sure that you have highly desirable skills that are on that resume. Yes, you're speaking to your experience and expertise and the roles and positions that you have, but recruiters are looking for the skills. They want to know, yes, you meet all the minimum requirements that they have there that are listed, but what are the skills? Because hiring managers have a skills gap, right? We talked about that report. They have a skills gap. 74% of hiring managers spoke to there being a skills gap gap and that exists in the workforce and you can fill that gap you can help fill that gap as they're looking to hire new positions and new roles they don't need to go spend that money on new hiring but let's let's help them spend that let's 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 actually improve your resume improve your cv let's position you to where let's slide that updated resume to um, a, a a team member, to a manager, to others in other divisions and departments to where you can say that you have these new skills, you're demonstrating value, you're putting those new skills to work. And in, by improving your resume, you know, I tell people all the time, your resume is like your billboard, right? It's that first entry point to marketing yourself. And you want to be able to market those skills. You want to be able to market those skills. And then number four was networking, right? Networking. And I'm talking about the networking that can happen when you put yourself in a place where you're learning new skills, right? When you're upskilling, here's a benefit. You're doing a training, you're doing a class, you're doing, um, a, whether it's online or offline, and you are meeting new people. You're meeting new people who are also in this upskill journey and they are like-minded. Many of them will be, not everybody, but many of them will be. And it's an opportunity to build relationships because going at this professional journey alone is possible. But I would challenge you to think that there's another way to do it. And it's building a strong network around you so that iron is sharpening iron, right? People are pouring into you just as much as you're pouring out as well. And you're able to hear lessons learned, thought-provoking insights, etc. And then the last one, number five, is really improving quality right? Improving quality and improving productivity. If you are in a position to where you already say, you know, my quality is great. I don't really have issues with that. Like I said, silver is amazing. Silver is valuable. But when you don't tend to it, it gets tarnished. And you got to polish it up sometimes. Sometimes you need to take what you already do great and make it amazing, right? So how can we improve that quality? And then also productivity. When we're able to increase productivity, without an increased velocity, even without sacrificing quality, game changing, right? Because then you're able to get things done well, right? You've got a high level of quality and you're able to get them done in shorter periods of time. You're increasing productivity and that shows a great amount of value to companies and organizations for sure. When you can say that you are able to improve and or increase productivity by doing X, And if that is because you have brought on a new skill, again, another way to make you valuable and to put you in a position to ascend. 
to get to that next level in your career. So that's what we went over today. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that you see the benefits and upskilling and that you, you as a high achieving professional need to identify what's the moment in time in which you're going to do so. What's the moment in time we're going to invest in yourself? What's that season in your professional journey where you're going to invest in yourself and ensure that you are upskilling? So I'm going to share something with you um, as we close out. In September, I am opening up Course Discovery. We are going to do a group cohort, and I'm going to take on uh, two additional uh, one-on-one clients. I would love for you to go visit yourpdna.com forward slash course discovery and learn more about this course. If you are a high achieving professional that you're feeling stuck, I'm telling you, you're not stuck. You're not stuck. You can get to the next level, but you lack strategy. And I want to help you discover your unique value. I want to help you shift and cultivate so that you have a growth mindset. And I want to help you to design a career strategy that's really going to help you rapidly ascend, get to that next level so that you can get paid the true value that you deserve. Course discovery is not for everyone, but I hope it is for you. And I encourage you to visit yourpdna.com forward slash course discovery, learn about the course and book a discovery call with me. Book a discovery call with me today. Uh, The link is there right there on the site. And let's talk about it. Let's have a chat. Let's have a conversation about your professional journey, where you are, where you're trying to go. And I would love for you to be a part of our September experience and be a course discovery participant. Okay. Um, So wanted to share that with you. Um, as always, be sure that you are following Professional DNA on Instagram, professional underscore DNA on Instagram. Be sure that you are sharing this podcast with your colleagues, family, and friends, letting them know that this is a place every single week that we have conversations about how to get you to the next level, how to help you be your best unique self. As you know, I believe you have absolutely everything inside of you to be your best unique, your best and unique self, and that is your what? Your professional DNA. It has been an amazing week as always. I hope that you have a great week ahead. See you here this time next week. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye.